0: some things are not better left unsaid i'm your
1: co-host ishan burgundy and i'm co-host dara hairston from relationships to religion let's discuss taboo topics transparently five four three two one zero all engine running
0: let's talk about how when we first met i experienced hurt from the church quote-unquote members yeah. Of the place that you were going to. Uh-huh. We weren't married yet, but it was crazy.
1: It yeah. was real crazy. And I want to apologize again for <laughs> having to go through that.
0: Don't apologize. Then you can have people send in comments. What does Zara do wrong? Each <laughs> time's always apologizing. Hey. <laughs>
1: They're not married
0: They don't understand They don't understand And this is the thing One thing I love About the interview I did with Tony Gaskins Like Eight years ago Is He reminds me a lot Of uh, some of the things We went in our relationship He takes like Total ownership And accountability For yeah. the things That he did wrong In his marriage And he never Says well Well, well let's talk about What my wife did though yeah. Because he understands That the man That he used to be Well he says He wasn't a man then because he wasn't walking in manhood at that time, he had so many offenses against her. Yeah. That she didn't have to apologize for. Right. And that's the thing that I feel like when we talk about a lot of our experiences, there are things that happened in our past where I was spiritually more mature at the time than my now husband was. That's a fact. And so because he hadn't reached that level of spiritual maturity yet there are a lot more mistakes that he made than I did. Not to say that I didn't make any yeah. but he just wasn't the man, man that he made is a now. a
1: lot of mistakes but not
0: playing. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't the man that he is now. And so when y'all are listening to these podcasts and you're listening to us talk, if you have a problem with feeling that a lot of the mistakes or errors comes from my husband's view as if I'm perfect. Let it be known I am not perfect, but the reality is that sometimes when you get into a relationship and you have seasons where you are not equally yoked and when we first met, we weren't. You're going to have a lot of times one person creating a lot more. That's a blessing.
1: That's a blessing though because if you wasn't as strong as you were, and as firm as you were, in the things of God, at the time, man, I would have took us on a, a even crazier roller coaster than I already did.
0: For real, and that's the thing. So
1: it was a blessing. People just to don't have understand. That, uh,
0: yeah, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, we did an Instagram live. Was it April? April. Maybe. 2020. And um, somebody made this comment that was like so off the wall saying, well, what does Zara do wrong? And they were, I guess, insinuating that this Man, whole... Man, it was trolling. Yeah, but it was just like go sit down, number one. And two, get off our live with that. You know what I'm saying? Like people in here being blessed and here you come bringing drama. And it was just like, who does that? Like I got off the thing and I was just like really bothered. Like
1: yeah, ain't nobody paying no attention to that.
0: Though. I did. I don't know. I, don't, I didn't like that because I don't like people coming for me like that. And I don't even know who you are, person. <laughs> I should have said their name. Should go back and get their name. But anyway, yeah. Um, as you go on this journey, you will find that a lot of things we talk about, it might seem like, oh, well, Ishan is always the one that has to apologize, which is not true. But, again... Our background, our story just happens to be, I was more spiritually mature when we first met,
1: and Man, there it were is things what it is.
0: that he had to learn.
1: It is what it is. People gonna fill away, no matter what you say and do, so they just gonna have to fill away.
0: But I just give my husband um, a lot of respect for being able to, to take ownership. I I know so many dudes that be like. Yo, when when she gonna apologize? What if she don't have to apologize though? What if she didn't do anything? It's it's not always like both people in a marriage have to apologize. Sometimes one person is just wrong. That's right. And that's just the end of the story. That's like why right. both people got to be wrong in order for y'all to move forward? Sometimes one person is just wrong. And that's what I love about my husband is like he is a real man's man. Like when he wrong, he just like apologizes and takes full ownership. Got to we ain't always been like that. Oh, yeah. my Lord. Yeah, but definitely. now we are at that place, and I really appreciate yeah. that.
1: And you apologize to me, too.
0: I do. You and know? you would be so surprised, because I, I don't do. often have to. <laughs> It'd <like.
1: laughs> it be refreshing to hear, though. Yeah. You know, But that's, that's, that's real love, though, when you're not you know, so bent on having things your way and having things go your way. And always feeling like you on top, you just you 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 don't mind your your partner, your spouse, you know, getting that, you know, feeling like, like feel that, you know.
0: So let's talk about a time when you didn't feel like that, dog. We were at this church in Philly. Oh.
1: Hey.
0: And I'm gonna tell a little bit of the story, and then you can tell your part too. Dude was a fraud. Yeah. I'm gonna just keep it all the way hundred because I'm gonna just I don't have time to yeah. um create um nah. candy coated. Uh, colloquialisms.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so I'm gonna just
0: say what it really is. Right. He was a fraud and he was a false prophet. And this is the church that my husband attended. Yeah. And so when we met here, I go being on my whole spiritual journey, being able to discern, see the truth of the light. And I meet this man, and he's like the first time I met him, I didn't meet him through my husband. Um, my friend at the time had was like, you got to come to the church. It's all young people he like love God and you just always talking about God and you really know how to break the word down. I really feel like you're a lover. You got to come. You got to come. I come, I meet him. He's immediately turned off by me. Like I'm excited to meet him. Cause I'm like, oh, okay. If you like him, then okay. I meet him. He's like not feeling me at all. You can see it in his body language and his face. And he didn't even really want to shake my hand. I leave. I wasn't feeling it. I told my friend at the time, why my friend at the time was the person who introduced me and my husband. And I'm like, um, Yeah, let me point some things out to you about some things that he said that were really error. And I showed her in scripture like where they were error. And she was like, oh, snap. He lied. And I was like, yeah, he bold-faced like lied up there during a Bible study teaching. And this is the truth. He did that all the time. (laughs) And so this is the man that we're dealing with. Fast forward, I go to a show. My husband wasn't there at that Bible study I went to that night. I go to a show... My husband's there. Well, I know he's my husband yet. Oh, that's I didn't know you were my husband yet. So <laughs> he's there. He with another girl. I asked the friend that invited me to the church what fraud false prophet goes to. And she goes, um, yeah, that's Epic. That's Eshaan these old name. I'm like, he's so cute. Like, who that? And she's like, oh, you think he cute? Oh my gosh, I all be so cute together. And he's there with somebody though. If y'all want to know the rest of that love story, go to my YouTube channel, our love story, um, or on my Instagram. It's a link to my videos. You can find it there. So I'm not going to go into that whole story. Fast forward, we get together, my husband and I, at the time we weren't married, and we go to this church. And everything falls apart. You want to give some examples of some things that happened there?
1: Yeah, I think... You know, because I was, that was my church that I came to understand God and Christ in context. Um, I had a certain loyalty to him and to that congregation because I was told that I should. And You know, that whole cult, uh, church culture thing where it's like... No,
0: you said it right, cult, cult mentality. <laughs> you, you said like cult the right mentality word. mentality
1: where you got to have, like... Loyalty to these people, into this system, this to this organization, above any other thing in your life, and that's how I felt. And plus, you know, he was—he would throw money at me, and just like whenever I needed something, I needed to pay a bill, or I needed—he—he—he he, he was like a father figure, and he would just be like, "Yo, hey, I got you." And him throwing money at me, well, not throwing money at me, but giving me money when I when I needed it, it just made me feel like. Yo, I it's gotta called be grooming, to this guy. guys. Yeah. Look
0: that up. That's what it was. It's called grooming. People That's groom you to have this false sense of loyalty to them, yeah. and then um, you start to do things that are not really godly submission or godly loyalty. It is straight up you're being manipulated
1: by a man, basically. You know, and yeah.
0: And he knew who to pick out. A lot of people, um, either they were coming from single-parent homes, they didn't have a lot of support, they were, um, you know, broken homes, fatherless homes, having financial issues, and then boom, here he goes, I have the answer for you. And he used God's name to attract people like that, and then the strings that he used would be financial. And so... This is where my husband was going. And then you can imagine, like, we're in love and we're growing. And that's not my church, but I visit that church with him often. And my husband is like, um, you know, he wants me to start going there. Because, you know, fast forward, we are engaged. So we can't be going to two different churches. So then it's like, what do you do? And my husband was basically like, he wasn't trying to leave where he was going. And I was a seven-day Adventist at that time. And he was definitely like we gonna have to talk about that. I'm not doing no Sunday event and stuff. And so we were like stuck. And I'm like, yeah. you know, the place that you go was teaching <clears throat> the wrong thing. On top of that, you had one girl there who was um had just like this Jezebel promiscuous spirit. And she would always kinda like come for me over mine like I'm yeah. in this relationship with him mind you my husband's ex used to go to the church as well Yo. and everybody wanted him with her and nobody wanted him with me
1: yeah it was a crazy situation it was a crazy situation and those women were like nuts <laughs> like something was <laughs> and, wrong with them. like and, really and
0: and, and and let me just make this clear my husband can't say that now but at that time he wasn't talking <laughs> like that he wasn't calling nobody nuts he wasn't saying this he wasn't yeah. he and was so that's like, the
1: point that's the point he took of, of their side thing. yeah,
0: every time.
1: Right. So, so that's the point of this whole thing. My loyalty to them overshadowed my loyalty to my girlfriend at the time.
0: And not even that. Like, my issue was, before you be loyal to me, just be loyal to the word of God. Because of the way that they're teaching the word and walking out this... That's what our arguments were about. Right, Like, bump your loyalty to me because in your loyalty to God, you will by default be loyal to me.
1: No, you're right. But I I still had to find value in the the covenant that we were developing. Mm -hmm. You know, I needed to find value in that. And I valued what they thought and how they felt over what I was growing and developing with you. And that's where the error came in. To the point... and so when you when you would bring up you know different ways how they violated you or you know they disrespected you mm-hmm. in my mind no i played cubes. it down like it wasn't really that deep because i know these people maybe they didn't mean it that way and so i bypassed how you how you felt mm-hmm. in order to maintain my relationship with these people
0: maintain your illusion of a oh relationship my, with well, these people because i feel like anybody that it, really loves you they're gonna make an honest godly effort to love the person that you love
1: i mean but you gotta look at these people up.
0: no well, and that's what i'm saying an so, honest godly effort y'all not godly people so of course y'all not doing that right so that makes all the sense but the thing is it's like i'm not really looking for at first i was but for their, um, you know, acceptance of me. But then it got to the point where I saw who they were. I'm like, you are not godly people. Of course you're not going to accept me because spirit recognized spirit, the spirit of truth and the spirit of error are clashing right now. This is why y'all don't like me. And so as we've talked, I believe that God definitely sent me into your life to take you up out of that training of thought in that cultish like environment that had absolutely really nothing to do with God. To be quite honest, it had all to do with a man who wanted um, to be God to people.
1: Yeah. Looking back on that, you know, I could see that very clear now, but at the time I couldn't see that at all. Cause like I said, that was my introduction into my understanding of God and Christ in context. And so. that's
0: the sad thing though, is people, so many people use God to manipulate oh, and yeah. entangle people. Like, yeah. that's the thing that I don't like. It's a like. bait and switch. And, and, yeah. And it's like, you you will often say, you will often give him credit for you coming to God. And I will often be like, no, don't give him no credit. Like, give God the credit for getting you up out of that mess. No, because Because I just lost my point. <laughs> I was about to really get my point in. You was about in. to
1: go in. So I was about to go all the way in. I felt it. I felt that. I was about that.
0: to go all the way in.
1: But now nah, you 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 right. I I don't, and I used to, uh, you know, give him that credit for my introduction to you know the Most High.
0: Oh, that's my point. My bad. This is the thing though. When you have false prophets, we don't give them credit for bringing us to God. Yes, God can use everything, but the reality is, is that man showed you who God wasn't. Not who God was, and caused a lot of hell and havoc in our rela- and division in our relationship in my life
1: period and yeah. in
0: your life period because it took years
1: to shake some to of that
0: shake down all the strongholds warped in your mind about what relationship was, what God was, what church was supposed to be, what marriage was supposed to be I mean the things this guy taught you. Like,
1: yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: yo, like we were headed to destruction and divorce because yeah. it's like, this is not the truth. And I could, I would literally show you in the Bible and you would still be like, I know that, but you guys, I used to hate when you used to say this crap. You know what I'm about to say. You got you to eat the you meat, and, eat and, meat the and spit out the bones. I don't want, I want boneless meat, yo. I would tell you that all the time. Okay. I don't want to have to figure out what I should and shouldn't take from somebody who's teaching me the truth. The truth is not like...
1: Yeah, that was hard because I had been taught like that. I had been taught to, you know, like I said, eat the meat, spit out the bones. So I was expecting there to be bones in there. And, yeah, that was crazy. That was real crazy. Because you was taught to see God's word for what it is. You was was taught to, to take it as, as God gave you revelation and understanding, you run with that. And I was taught to interpret it in the way that this man told me I should. Instead of looking at God's word for what it really said, I was looking at his commentary that he was constantly giving, and I was putting that over the word of God. Now, so,
0: fast forward, yeah. and, and we ain't even telling y'all, like, that's just, like, 10% of what happened at this place. Like the emotional, spiritual abuse that I endured at this place was absolutely absurd. Like, absolutely absurd from multiple hard. people at this place and, yeah, and women hard. there. It was like, I'm not a, like, that's just 10% of the story, but we don't got all day for that. So, fast forward to a few years ago, and we're at a church in Atlanta, and some of the same exact things are happening. And you're still siding with these people. Siding with them? No. You were because it took us several conversations to even leave this place. Like these people traumatized me, sabotaged me, um, put me into a deep depression. Um, and you wanted to go back every week. Like if your wife is going through that kind of thing, we don't continue to keep going back to this place. Now I believe in leaving a place the right way. But after you had reached out to the pastor of that place, a number of times he dodged you. It took us getting counsel from, from an older man to tell you he don't want to talk to you. Your wife's health, mental health, spiritual health is more important than you making sure that you get quote unquote clearance from this pastor. Yeah, so but, in that realm, that's what that uh, felt like to me.
1: Yeah, but that wasn't me. It wasn't my loyalty to them in that church. It was my commitment to being a person that follows through and keeps his word. Now, if you Okay, remember, but
0: if he ain't following through and keeping his word, yeah, you but calling this dude so. three different times. But that's what I'm saying. If you you can only keep your word so much as a person keeps theirs. Right if you're trying to keep your word based on how another person responds, you're going to be waiting for, we would still be waiting for you know, him to call you back in harmony conversation. I was trying to
1: keep my word for me because I wanted to stick to what my commitment was. And I said, I wasn't going to leave until we had a conversation. Cause if you remember, we, it was another guy that went to that church who left that church without any explanation. Mm-hmm. And it was a rift between mm-hmm. him and that pastor and, we both had a conversation with each of them mm-hmm. and kind of helped to reconcile that. And so Oh, you're
0: talking about that guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so
1: I didn't want to do the same exact thing where I have an issue, now I up baby, and leave and don't.
0: But baby, say if you're trying, okay, and y'all can y'all can reach out to us on our Instagram page, Transparency the Podcast on Instagram if you are supposed to have a phone call meeting to resolve an issue with somebody and on three different occasions, this person either can't make it or something happens or they jump off the phone before you can finish saying what you're saying, do you continue going to a church until you finally track this guy down? He don't want to talk to you. He don't want to talk to you. And this is what our counsel was telling us is that you are more concerned about appeasing a man then your wife, your wife is suffered for months, abuse, spiritual abuse at this place. Yep. You have witnessed it and you want to wait until you have a conversation with this man before y'all leave. That's fine. But when the third time he, he dodges you, what are we waiting for? Well, he don't want to yeah, talk to you. Yeah,
1: of course. And, and that's the truth. And that's why we ended up leaving and walking away from that circumstance. But I'm just, you know, trying to communicate my thought process in the time. It wasn't me siding with them. It was, it was it was more me wanting to keep my word and my own commitment as a man. Just
0: And that's the thing that brings us where we are in this podcast. We talked about the, the first time we met you. And that's what will happen in pa- in marriage. You'll have patterns that if you don't resolve them, they will continue to happen until you you do. Until you learn a lesson that you need to learn. Oh, that's so here we go. Fast forward, the same situation happening, and you don't mind. I won't say you don't mind. The duress that your wife is enduring is not more important to you than clearance from, from from a man.
1: No, not clearance from a man. Me ending that. But why do you the you, correct way?
0: You do know that some relationships ain't going to have closure.
1: I, I see that now. At the time, like, I didn't know And
0: and, and, it, and it's not always your fault. Like if, if you want closure with somebody, but they don't see the importance of that, and you try not one time, but two times, not two times, but three times, you got to have your own closure.
1: I understand. Because that's what happened with
0: us. We, we, we wanted to have a conversation with them and leave the right way. Because we thought we were building a relationship with this couple that was beyond churchy appearance stuff. We later found out, is it because my husband has a platform and this is the only reason why y'all want us around? Because you didn't really care about the hurt that I suffered and endured and I'm still healing from to all. this day.
1: No, they didn't care at all. So
0: I guess it wasn't really no relationship. I guess it was really about it, my hus- using my husband's yeah, platform. It,
1: it definitely wasn't about a relationship, but it was... <clears throat> it was um communicated in kinda it. it they, they try to make it come across that way. He tried to make it come across like he cared about us, you know, um, he cared about our family. He cared about what we had to say, what we thought, um and, 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 and kind of brought us in on a level where his 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 the members of his congregation who he had, you know, I guess seen for probably over a year or whatever they they couldn't even get as close as he allowed us to get immediately and you know put two and two together and you realize it's because of the platform it's because of the influence that And that's he, the thing that, is that I told you that
0: cuz the first time you talked to him he was like, "Oh, you have a platform." Yeah. That's the first thing he said when yeah. he met you and knew your name.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I
0: was done and, then, and it that was, was a
1: red flag for you. It, it wasn't was a red flag for me. It was multiple
0: me, red flags for me but for that you. was a red. Okay, I ain't
1: gonna go into detail, but go ahead. <laughs> it should have been a red flag for me. It went out. It definitely went up for you. For me, I just was like, oh, you know, he has a platform. Granted, I I don't think it was as big as it mine
0: wasn't, it at wasn't. the time.
1: But you know, I'm like, he's a pastor. He has a you know platform. So he's not thinking about my platform. I I didn't I didn't get that from him. But you know you're you're always uh, you're always uh, very insightful. I think that's why you're my wife. I thank God for you because you see through uh, the nonsense. And that's (laughs) the thing about you.
0: I love that you love to see the best in people, but when you see who they are, you got to see who they are. Yeah, nah. Like you'll just be like, no, no, that that can't be. And so backdrop, backstory for people that are listening and don't know the whole story. We were going to this church in Atlanta and um, I became a leader at this church. And um, there were a group of women that they put underneath my care. And half of those women, about half of those women didn't like me because from what I hear, I thought I was all that. And, um, my husband is not a celebrity, but he thinks he is something dumb. It was just really like juvenile. These were younger women <laughs> than me. And so because of that, um, and, and they didn't held him, them
1: accountable that and because
0: it. I held them accountable. and I guess sometimes there would be pictures of me and my husband hanging with the pastor and his wife at their house, and they weren't there was some jealousy that crept up in the hearts of these people. Yeah. But because the husband, that pastor and wife knew those people longer than us, when we brought certain things to them, like, and I was just talking to my husband about this. Ooh, I got fire in my stomach over this. This one girl put her hands on my daughter. Mm. She didn't like me. So she had the audacity to grab my daughter's arm and pull her up. If I could go back, crazy. if I could go back,
1: Yeah, if I could go back, like you don't put your
0: hands on my freaking child, like you don't do that. Yeah, us trying to be quote unquote loyal and submissive to authority of church leadership, we tell them they don't do nothing about it. They ain't reprimand this girl. They ain't make us sit down and get some training. It was not. Well, she's like that sometimes.
1: I talked to the pastor. He refused to.
0: That was crazy to me. We should have left then. I, mind you I was ready to go on a number of occasions. But my husband likes to give people way more chances than I do. So that was one of the straws. Another thing happened. My daughter said that they found a gun on the um the church grounds where they was playing or whatever. And the 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 teens that were watching, well, she wasn't even a teen. She was a, a grown woman, told them, don't tell your parents. And we teach our kids to not keep see- secrets from us. That's right. We told the leadership, because again, we had a relationship with them. They knew nothing about it. They didn't reprimand them. They say, hey, I got to get some training on, you know, when we are faced with uh, serious life-threatening situations where somebody could be killed by a gun that's found on the playground, whether it's loaded or not, we need to let the parents know. We need to do an investigation or do whatever we need to do to make sure that this is how does it get on the playground, whatever. Didn't happen. Um... And so we got that going on. We're telling them certain things that are a problem and they're just, they don't care. Like don't they don't care. do anything about it at all. And these are serious things. These are not like, yeah. you know, oh, I don't like this song, your song. These are serious. You don't put your hands on a child. You don't have a child find a weapon and don't tell the parents. And, and then you have staff that are teaching the children to lie you, don't, you, just, you just don't do that. Right. Um, so those were those things. On top of that, the group that I was leading, again, these, these women, little girls, um, really were behaving like little girls. Oh, that's the other thing that I had a problem with, the fact that um, because my, my husband's platform was kind of growing at that time, we had a few people that would just do weird, creepy stuff. So I was like, I don't want to have the group at my home because um, the group was open to the public. And so I'm like, I don't want anybody just coming up in my house. That's why they didn't have a group in their house. They didn't pass it. They ain't got no group in their house. But anyway. um, So they had a problem with that. That we met at a school I was teaching at at that time. And that was a big problem. Which wasn't a problem. They just wanted to find problems. Um, Mind you, the church didn't have a building. And they met at a school. So I'm like, y'all just trying to find issues with nothing. Um, So they (laughs) just lied on me. Every group. They would stir up drama and dissension and division. Um, This one girl, she's pregnant at the time. I mean, oh gosh, I ain't even going to go into all of that, but it was just... It's a lot. It was so much. They recorded my group, y'all. They came up in there and recorded me and it wasn't nothing to catch me in, but they did that and then lied about it. I mean, it was so many things that was so wrong with these pictures and I get... Everybody doesn't always know what to do or, you know, when people are growing or their church is growing, you know, you might not do everything right, but if somebody brings something to you and you don't correct it, that's a problem for me. I don't have a problem with people making mistakes as much as I do you making a mistake and not wanting to correct it. That's it. Like that's the issue for me. And the fact that they let these people do these things to me out of jealousy, out of envy, out of insecurity, And go on with their lives smiling is beyond me. Like I'm still hurt over that. Like my heart is still heavy over that. And I was just telling my husband before we recorded that, like there are certain parts of your healing that you don't get to feel until you get vindication or justice. Like you heal to a certain extent so you can move on with life and go on with life in a healthy way. But there's this small little corner of that piece of that healing that you just carry with you that is is left unhealed until so those people either repent or you get some kind of justice, and that never happened. We had a meeting, all these people pop up, and the pastor like pretty much said it was my fault. Like I'm not covering their sin, and I need to do a better job at leading and telling them what I'm doing, when I'm doing it, and how I'm doing it, and. And you're it being just, too
1: harsh because you're holding, you're, people, you're accountable holding people accountable. accountable, expecting people to arrive on time.
0: And I and I said it if they're
1: Transparency the Podcast with Ishan and Zara.
0: Visit transparencythepodcast.com or follow us on Instagram at TransparencyThePodcast for more information plus recent updates. Complaining about me every single group maybe you should move them to another group because I'm not complaining about these people. They are after every group. This is what they're doing is what I'm being told. And then he tells me the pastor that I'm being harsh. I'm sorry. If you have so many complaints, but you can't, you don't have any evidence or proof of anything going wrong. Then you would say, well, well let's put y'all somewhere else then. Cause obviously this is not a match. Absolutely. But they didn't do that. And they made me endure and suffer through abuse, spiritual abuse, every single week. And then I even threw the dagger on main one that was causing all the problems, a baby shower in the end.
1: Yeah,
0: you did. Out of the kindness of my heart. And she still wasn't repentant.
1: It was really out of obedience to God because he told you.
0: Yo, to y'all, it was crazy. But mind you, all of this stuff was going on. I'm coming home crying to my husband. Not understanding, and my husband still like. Well, I don't want to leave yet until I talk to him. No, because he didn't call me back.
1: Well, no, that's not what happened. That ain't what because, happened. No, you said God told you to stay there. Those.
0: No, 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 those no, no. few weeks. God told me to stay there up until that point, but after we, he had- He told you to
1: finish it out. To
0: finish it out. That's right. But after we finished it out, you were still trying to stay at this church. Yeah, because I was, I was like, was I'm ready to go. Let's yeah, go. I was trying to. That's what I just said. Yeah. And so this was, um, this is what I'm saying when we talk about patterns in marriage and how things reoccur until you get it right. The first time we meet, we at a church, and you don't my well being and my safety, which is the number one responsibility of a man, is to protect his wife. You're not. It's like you're not protecting me. It's like the allegiance is to these other people. I know you don't see it like that. No, I know you're like, no, well, I wanted rush. to do it the right way. Were you talking about but the second time? The first and the second time. It's, <laughs> it's almost like this undercurrent of allegiance to other people. Because at the end of the day, if your wife is being abused spiritually, emotionally, mentally, I know you wouldn't definitely want nothing to happen physically. But in any way, the first thing is to get her to safety. Not to make sure that other people are comfortable about what you have to do for her. And that's what that felt like to me. It's like, it was like this flashback of like, yo, who cares whether you got a conversation with him or not first? Like, this dude don't don't even respect you enough to return your three calls. I don't even think to this day y'all ever really had a conversation to, no, we did. to finish that out. We did. When? What happened with that? We had after we left, right? We had already left. We had yeah. ended up, because the, the guy that was counseling us at that time was like, yo, this is not healthy for your wife. If he's not calling you back, he don't want to talk to you. Y'all need to go. Yeah. And so after that, I think you did tell me y'all talked. But what did y'all talk about then?
1: Nah, it was just that, you know, we're not returning. You and he know, ain't care. did he? what he us, say? What's best for us. And it was like, you know, I understand. And that was it. But, you know, I I don't want you to, you know, again, I, I apologize for you having to feel that and go through that. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't tell you how to feel about mm-hmm. those circumstances because your feeling is true to you. Right. Um, and
0: it's not your right to judge. And it's
1: not my right and to I judge. And I say that
0: just for other people without there. Yeah. That's in that's in relationships. It's you can never not. tell somebody how they should feel Can't. about something. You don't have a right to do that. They feel how they feel. It's your right to understand as best you can why they might feel like that and how you can help heal that hurt. Not tell them help that ain't what you was doing that, yeah. and that ain't what I did.
1: Yeah. So but, but I I I do wanna say this though. I think um I think those are two different Two separate things. You do. Yeah, they. Yeah, they were. You so don't think these things
0: were connected because they were not unresolved.
1: Yeah, but I think.
0: I mean, because they were not resolved.
1: I think they were connected, but I think there's a level of growth that happened between the two.
0: Oh yeah, I said um, that.
1: So in the in the initial one in the beginning, it was me holding on to my relationship with the people, you know, more more than anybody, the pastor. And other people at the church mm-hmm. with the first church. Mm-hmm. I had, you know, years in with these people and mm-hmm. I wanted to maintain that. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't willing to to prioritize you over them. Mm-hmm. And that caused the problem. Right. The second time, it wasn't about me prioritizing anybody over you. Mm-hmm. It was about me wanting to keep my word and not and not come across as somebody who doesn't keep their word but and guess just moves. What? Haphazardly and but just, guess what? And just says, you know,
0: but yeah, I'm
1: I'm, I'm, I'm with you right now, but, but guess then I what? have an issue and then I disappear.
0: But guess what? Yeah, what's a vow?
1: A vows a commitment. Um, it's a word. Yeah,
0: it's a word to me. Yeah. So you said you wanted to keep your word to to him, but you got a no. vow, which is your word. It. I me. said my
1: I said commitment. I I didn't. It, it wasn't you about you said you wanted word. to keep
0: your word to him or what you no, said.
1: No, I wanted to keep my commitment. So I had committed to being at this okay, church and so to we'll serving the, at this church. We'll
0: change the word. Who your commitment to first? My
1: commitment is to you. Right. Right.
0: At the end of the day, your commitment and your word is to me first, and that's and why. The same I ultimately, thing for me. You too. For for me. You
1: too. From me to you as well. And that's why. And that's why we left. But me wanting to see that thing through. I wanted to see it through when I realized that it was becoming something overwhelming me because becoming, I did feel yeah, like it already was. Just to be honest, I I I did feel like because you said that, you know, you felt like well you knew that God told you mm-hmm. to finish that thing out. That you were already committed to staying there for the remainder. To finish
0: of it. it out. Now, I was now, done, and you now, still were trying to stay. Now
1: I needed to commit. I, I, I needed to exit out of my part of that commitment the right way. That's what I felt. So all I'm saying when it, is, when if became, we had already on, had the
0: conversation on. that when this is done, I'm done with this place. You should have already been preparing at that time because there were weeks before we. I was done with leading that um, group. And here you are, like, not thinking we going nowhere. It sounds I like it was you're
1: saying. about. I, I think it was about three weeks after that. Because you remember, I came up to that church that time after, after uh, you went through mm-hmm. what, you, what you went through. I and remember. I came to that church steaming hot. Mm-hmm. And it was those next few weeks of me trying to get in contact with the guy, trying to meet up with him and have a conversation with him before we left. And it just didn't happen. He was dodging me. So I just wanted to have a conversation. I wanted to keep my word. And like I said, I apologize if that made you, if that kind of drove the nail deeper in.
0: It did, because at the but end that of the day, I just want you to keep your word and your commitment to me first. Yeah, and, By and, default. And listen,
1: and listen, Like it, let
0: my let your commitment and your word be to me first.
1: Right. Here's why. And today. then,
0: and then, everybody else. Right. So if you know that I am being spiritually and emotionally and mentally abused, indeed, indeed, not just offended sometimes, but you a abused, abused indeed. at indeed. a place, and the man that leads the church ain't doing zero about it, like indeed. zero. Like nothing, like holding no one accountable to nothing that they're doing Indeed. and allowing them to do it with no accountability. Yeah. You don't wait to talk to him before you get me out of there. You get me out of there and then you could go ahead if you want to chase this man around who dodging you two, three times, had that conversation.
1: Right. Right. So look, here's why I am now. You're, you're, you're absolutely correct. At the time, I wasn't thinking that way. I wanted to, you know, carry out. and and, and see my commitment through to the end. Mm -hmm. Here's where I am now, to this day, right now, in this day, in this moment. (laughs) If that were, if something like that, God forbid, something like that were to happen now, my immediate thing is get my family, get my wife out of harm's way. To
0: safety, right.
1: And then I'll go ahead and have that face-to-face conversation with that man Mm -hmm. privately. Mm Mm-hmm. And so no, I'm 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 with you 100 percent today. Oh, I know. And then that,
0: I know. You know yeah. when I talk, my emotion come back like it just happened yesterday. I know. I know every I know, time. I know, <laughs> like every I know, time. So I, with y'all I see listening. It in your eyes.
1: I'm like, man. Y'all listen. That's why I apologize again because I'm like, I see. How much <laughs> y'all listen it. Still I don't want y'all to think you. this is
0: current. This happened like
1: the this first situation happened when we first
0: met back in 2003. Ooh, I said thirteen. Two thousand three. Yeah. The other situation happened.
1: It was about four uh, five, or five years, years ago. ago,
0: about six years ago. Kenzie no. was like no. Kenzie was like one. So about six years
1: five. ago. Five. If Kenzie five was or, one, it was five So He's five six. or
0: six years ago. But I'm an empath. I am God has designed me to be very emotional and sensitive and discerning. The good thing about that is I can pretty much look at a person and tell who you are in about 0.5 seconds. You can I could show you time. a picture of somebody. And I can read your energy <laughs> in about 0.5 seconds, and I'm usually right. The the flip side of that is as, as deep as I feel the truth, I feel pain. So somebody can get hurt, but I will get hurt 10 times more as that because my level of discernment is so deep. So when I talk about these things and I'm a writer, so when I write, I feel in order to like paint the picture for people. So when I talk about stories, I go into that thing like it's currently happening And I'm not even going to hold you or lie to you. I'm still hurt by what that church did to me because no one ever apologized for what they did. And no one, not one person was ever repentant for what they did. And they did it all in the name of God. How dare you? Everything, every hurt they did, every offense they did. Every lie they said, they did it in the name of God. That's not cool. That hurt me. I'm still hurt to this day because I entrusted my life with these leaders. And they entrusted me to help people that I wasn't able to fully help because these, these, these little girls came in and disrupted what God was doing in the lives of the people that actually wanted to be in my group. That's right. That hurt me because those people needed that healing. Indeed. And to this day, no, they're not repentant. I, I just don't know how you walk around unrepentant, but praising God on a, on a pulpit every Sunday.
1: One guy was repentant. You remember I had to go see the guy? No. I remember the one guy. The I remember was. I had to go see Oh yeah him. yeah
0: yeah. Well that's different cuz I think they ended up leaving the church after that yeah, cuz they started he, to see
1: what we saw. But he came and apologized to yeah, you.
0: Yeah, but he only apologized after he got hurt. He should have apologized no, when he was doing no, wrong. No, 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 no cuz you don't know well, something no. happened with them. I don't know what the whole story was, but something happened and there was a break in that relationship and they ended up leaving. Then you talked to him and he felt no, that way. No, I talked
1: to him while he was at the church. No, I, I don't remember I, that. I did. We Whoa. went we get and got coffee. He called you after. You said, "Babe, what more did you say to him?" Because he called you right after we sat oh, yeah, down. Oh yeah, yeah, he did. I and did. He but I don't
0: think I don't think it was genuine though. Because again, I could discern quick with people. I just but that's a gift that God has given me. He did. He mm-hmm. did apologize. Right. But word let's, is let's word look. is not good enough let's for me. Let's put that out there. Though. But word ain't good enough for me. Deed is good enough. A true apology is is a re- is a repentance. Absolutely. That means it is a turning away from a behavior.
1: Absolutely. So you
0: can't tell me that. And then you continue in the behavior. Cause I continued doing that group and nothing changed from those people. Nothing changed. That's a problem for me. So I don't accept words. I accept change behavior and nothing changed. So that wasn't good enough for me. But at the end of the day, yeah, I get a little um, emotional because I'm still hurting from that. I am. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm about 80% healed, but just 20% sitting there waiting for uh, justice. Because it's like, how could you do this to my life? I suffered greatly emotionally and even um physically. Like, I had a whole skin disorder for, like, months because my hormones were so wrecked over the depression. I looked like a freaking bumpy behind monster walking around in the streets. Not true. Yes, I did. You just no. won't... You don't want to say it you because you like think no I'm monster. beautiful. I did. I felt like a monster. Yeah,
1: you. I'll let mean, me you go back. Like let no me monster. go back and
0: get the pictures for you. Let me go go back and get the I pictures seen one for them you. I of pictures
1: just recently. You ain't look like no monster.
0: Y'all, I look like a monster. I got the picture up on one of my YouTube videos. I think the I think it's called something about something about church hurt or something and I showed what happened to my face. And that wasn't it just wasn't cool. It's like none of them suffered any consequences and yet I did. That you know of. That I know of, but this is my thing. When you truly suffer a consequence and you truly repentant, you going back to say sorry to that person. That's a fact. I ain't never getting no sorry yet. Well, ain't nobody ma- come back finding me to say I'm sorry. So you ain't really suffer no consequence to the point. But you look, don't this know. is the thing. I don't want people to be hurt just to be hurt. I want you to be hurt so you repent. I don't want you to be hurt just so your life goes through things that you don't enjoy. I want you to be repentant. That is what matters. And none of them were. And then the pastor's uh, wife got the audacity to, I think, I think she blocked me. You're blocking me.
1: Yeah, that was crazy.
0: And you're the leader who didn't protect me. Y'all, this is crazy. Like, this is crazy. So, yeah. Um, it happened like five years ago, but I'm still hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm sorry
1: you got hurt like that, baby. I know. Um,
0: and this is the thing. We're talking about, you know, how church hurt affects marriage. And, you know, the takeaways that we want people to get is like, yeah. You got to decide what, what's best for your spouse and not what's best for a pastor or a church. That's real. Like, if your spouse is hurting, we don't continue going to a place where she's hurt. Like, now it's one thing if you just, I don't like this, or, I don't like that. You know, you got to kind of work through that and compromise. But when you're being spiritually abused, emotionally, mentally, definitely physically abused.
1: Yeah, we we don't off.
0: we not protecting the leaders no more. We protecting our spouse and our children. And right. my child got her like somebody put their hands on my child. We talked about weapons. We talked about lying, deceit, sabotage. I'm talking about everything in the book, and and I wasn't protected. Yeah, we don't we don't do that, yo. In marriage, like we can't. And I and it's so many people and couples that will straight put the needs of a pastor. In a church before their own spouse. Like yeah. they won't leave. They will continue to know we're going. This is where we're going, because this is where I grew up, or I have this allegiance, or I have this loyalty to this place. And forget about how you feel and what you're suffering. That's not that's like not godly yeah. like at all.
1: That's not godly. You 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 have to do what's right for you and your family.
0: And it doesn't always mean leaving indefinitely. Sometimes you like, we're gonna have to take a break from this place. And so if you have a relationship with the leadership there, until so some things get resolved, Absolutely. and then if there's some true repentance, you might be able to come back and there's some changed behavior, but, some, but if it's not, you got to do what's best for your, your family.
1: Absolutely. This whole thing is really about relationships. And if, if you don't know how to have a, a healthy relationship with someone, you, with a group of people, with an individual you know things will get crazy, and so being able to 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 say what's wrong, state a problem, for y'all to be able to to iron out, come to a resolution, come to a solution, like that's true. That's a true relationship where you can go through something and come out of it on the other end, um, and everybody's healthy and in good shape. And so you know, yeah, just just like you said, you know, if, if you got to step away for a while to get things right, and then come back, by all means. But you know, you can't be out here scared to step away.
0: For real, because I got a whole bunch out of, of texts when I when you didn't want to leave that second church in Atlanta, um, I was like, I'm not going there. So my husband was going to church and I was staying home and I was getting text messages from the pastor's wife, like, I'm backsliding, we ain't see you again. You know, you gotta be careful when you don't go to church, you get caught up. And it was never like, How are you? All right. How 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 are you? If you're not here, something must be hurting you. Mm-hmm. How are you? How can I help? Is it something we can do? No, it was all about you. Must be cuz When you're not here, you're getting grown away from God, as if I only know God at your church um, service. Absolutely.
1: And that's the thing. You can't have a relationship when both sides aren't able to receive and support one another. And yeah, it was one sided. It was one sided. You know?
0: Man, that junk hurt my heart because I'm like, I feel so degraded. I felt so degraded. I didn't even talk about, you know, going on a trip with the one person and then her acting like I wasn't there. Oh, that we was crazy. We ain't even going to talk about that. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, it was crazy. So let's say if we could go back and do it different, which we can't, but if we ask ourselves this question, maybe in the future it will help us make better choices. What would we do different? If we were, we talked about the first situation where we met each other and you had this allegiance to this false prophet and this cult-like atmosphere that we fast forward and we're at another church and we agreed to both go to this place, but then we see some things that are different and I'm like, hey, I don't think this is the place for us. And we continue to stay even after my assignment was done because you wanted to speak to the pastor about leaving the right way. With all that that happened, what will we do different? And at what point would that decision be different? At what point in the story?
1: I think once the breach happens, conversation has to happen.
0: But that's, it did though. Yeah, but. Like that breach happened, we had a conversation, and then we went to the leadership and had a conversation. And yeah, they didn't do then, nothing.
1: But then after that, mm-hmm. then there's a, a decision that has to be made.
0: Mm-hmm. An
1: immediate decision. Mm-hmm. Before my spouse is hurt any further. At your hands,
0: and expense. Indeed. And I mean, our expense.
1: Yeah. So a decision has to be made right then and there. Mm -hmm. So it can't be any more.
0: Well, let's wait and see if they stop abusing you.
1: Yeah. It can't be no more benefit of the doubt. It can't be no more, um, you know, just like you said, letting them kind of get away with things. Because hoping that they'll change or hoping that they'll come to themselves and see the error of their ways. Like, no, there has been an offense. We have to address it. There's been it. an
0: abuse, bump an offense. Because some certain offenses you, you will kind of like go through for a little while, but an offense and an abuse is different. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, you offended me by your tone earlier. Not really, but I'm just using this example. Yeah. That's different than you straight up are spiritually abusing me and telling me that I should suffer the abuse of these half of this group in order to show my allegiance to God. That's, that's like, that's like insane. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't want people listening to this and then feeling like as soon as they don't like something, they should leave.
1: No, no, no. Cause that's
0: no, not, no. you can't leave everything just cause you don't like something, but there not. are certain things that warrant immediate escape. And one of them is abuse. That's, when you're being abused in any situation, you get yourself to safety
1: that's a fact. first.
0: Heal yourself. Get yourself together before you even consider going to have any conversation with anybody else. You know what I'm saying? Because you're mm. going to be offended in any gathering, a uh, large group, work, church. You're going to people going to offend you. That's that's you can never not be offended. That's going to happen. They're going to do things you don't like. Cause we all have different understandings of life, but when you're being abused, that's not cool. Yo like that, that we don't wait out to get right. (laughs) We don't wait for that to get fixed before we get to safety. We get to safety. You know what I'm saying? Cause there's some things in that situation that I, that I endured that I look back and I'm like, yeah, God want me to finish my assignment, but that didn't mean that I had to finish it that way. There were certain things I allowed to happen to myself that if I could go back, I wouldn't have allowed to happen to myself. I still would have remained in my assignment, but demanded these changes need to take effect before I'm going to keep going on. That's what I mean. You know what I'm saying? I agree. And I I didn't do that. I just let... I trusted them to do the right thing. But when I saw that they didn't, there are some demands I should have made.
1: And that's the problem that I had in that whole circumstance is me expecting these people to know how to handle these type of circumstances. Me expecting these people to handle this properly and not realize until later on that, oh, I have to initiate what happens after this. The change, right. If I want to see something But that's change. the thing. You can't, so even, you can't initiate to, change
0: over somebody else's authority like he's the authority so I'm he am have about, to initiate in the
1: my, I'm talking about my stance and I mm-hmm. have to I have to make my own stance mm-hmm. and my stance could have been at that time Well, you know we're going to withdraw for a while mm-hmm. until we can you know reconcile or fix this thing privately and then I'll reintroduce my family back into this circumstance but you know this woman put her hands on my child these people are are, are, are abusing my wife I'm taking my family out of the circumstance.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Me and you are going to have a conversation. Once there's some type of resolve and these things are corrected, then I will reintroduce my family back into it. But until that happens, I'm going to keep them away from harm's way.
0: And I don't think... That would have made a difference, though, because he didn't care. Because even when you left, it looking was no, back, like... Looking back now, you
1: know, after it's all over, you know, it, it wouldn't have made a difference because they, he was stuck on what he was stuck on, mm-hmm. and he was going to do things his way, and he didn't care anything about us, mm-hmm. although he pretended to. Pretended. Oh,
0: pretended I Pretended like y'all. he did,
1: but at the end of the day... The girl, he, the, he,
0: pass, he, the pastor's wife sending me messages talking her. about God told her that I needed her to be my matron of honor because I was hurt. Yeah, I'm hurt because of the people at your church. I think you misheard God. The people at your church are hurting me. Right, you're missing the message, yo. Right. Like they are hurting me. Fix that. Stop worrying. I'm not hurt by nobody else right now, but y'all.
1: Right, and these people, their their whole thing was they didn't want to hold people accountable. <sighs> um, they didn't want to. Um, they wanted to, and they wanted us. Well, they they, they wanted you. And they were, their, their whole position, their posture was, we want to cover their sins. Mm-hmm. We want to give them chance after chance. And my thing, when I had a conversation with them, I'm like, why are you giving these people chance after chance? If you don't hold them accountable, they won't know that right. they need to do right. right. They'll continue to take advantage. And their sin. Is indeed. They will continue in their sin and take advantage of you over and over and over again and never and this, learn. And, and this- these are younger people- That you are influencing, showing them that they don't have to be accountable.
0: And this the thing. The key word is sin. It's the difference between doing wrong and doing sin. You can do something wrong that's not a sin.
1: They were in sin. That's right.
0: It's one thing when somebody does something wrong and you give them chance after chance because you don't get it. But sin is clear. This is a sin. We don't let that continue because sin never corrects itself. It doesn't. Never. It doesn't. And so that's the thing that bothered me is like these people are in sin and you're not holding them accountable. But yet we're teaching to not sin and obey God. How? You're not even holding them accountable to obey God. You are letting them seriously abuse a fellow woman of God. I don't care. Like I just... I just don't get it. And then to blame me and to make it like it was me, like straight up gaslit. Y'all look up that term to gaslight somebody. And I'm sitting here like, am I crazy? No, I wasn't crazy. I wasn't crazy. I'm still not crazy. This is really what was happening before my eyes. That's this was right. not Twilight Zone. This was <laughs> really happening, yo, to my life.
1: Yep.
0: Fast forward, still hurt. Never get an apology. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, and I, and I don't, I want, I just want repentance for them, yo. Like that'd be my prayer for them. A lot of times when I do think about them, it's like, God, bring them to repentance. Cause it's a miserable life to go around hurting people and not being either not being aware that you are or not caring that you are. That's just not cool. And I just be wanting them cause repentance can be, um, can hurt a lot, but it's so beautiful to have repentance because it brings you closer to the heart of God. That's right. To see yourself clearly and to see another person clearly. And when you're unrepentant, I don't see how you will ever really truly know God or get close to God because you can't come close to God with an unrepentant heart. Right. So y'all think y'all close to God, but you're not because you've never repented. And you can't repent to yourself and to God. Because true repentance is gonna come back and say, I'm sorry for what I did to you. I'm not gonna have this private conversation with God and then this person is still alive and I know how to type their name and find them and say sorry. No. True repentance is you're sorry to God first and then you're sorry to the person you offended second. Truly. And and you're changed be you're changing your behavior. You don't continue Absolutely. doing the same thing you've been doing. They probably still doing the same thing. Could be. And that's just—it's just—it's just not cool. But anyway, y'all. Okay, so we're um, talking about how church hurt affects marriage, and we're we're giving our personal story. And again, this this podcast is about being transparent. So we talk to y'all as if we were having a conversation in our living room with each other, and y'all just get to listen. This is what our conversations sound like with each other. No. Y'all get to like sit in on them on this podcast every week. So, what do y'all think? Go check us out on Instagram, Transparency, the podcast, and leave a comment. Look for the episode. Leave a comment. Like, What do you think? When you are at a church, and somebody is not just being offended, or they just don't like certain things, but they're being spiritually abused, and one spouse doesn't quite see it like a sign to leave, and the other spouse does, What do y'all do? How do y'all
1: handle it? Talk to us. Talk to us. We'd love to hear y'all perspective on it. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow Transparency the Podcast on Instagram.
0: At Transparency the Podcast. We'll talk to y'all next time.
1: If there a next time. Oh, my gosh.